1: Welcome to Sound Reasoning. I'm your host, Persis Poku. On today's episode, uh, we are concluding our series on God's attributes. Uh, This is part 12. Uh, It is a lengthy series, but I think it's important uh, that we take time out to fully absorb and to fully comprehend who God is. The Bible tells us from Genesis to Revelation things about God that all Christians uh, should cherish. Uh, the Bible is clear in terms of what um, God wants us to have and God wants us to know about Him His nature, His attributes, His likes and dislikes, uh, His uh, ontology, His beingness. The scripture. Tells us who God is. And at the same time, it tells us who God is not. God is not capricious. Uh, God is not sensitive in the sense that um, He's basing His actions uh, solely off of feelings. God uh, doesn't sleep, He's not one that sleeps. He doesn't slumber. We learn all these things about God in the scriptures. And as much as we know about God, knowing uh, affects our worldview. Knowing who God is helps our relationships. Knowing who God is helps us in times of trouble when we're in the valleys. Knowing who God is helps us to avoid a trickery and deceit. So it's very important that all of us have a healthy understanding of who God is. And as I've said in previous episodes, the devil is subtle. The devil is crafty. The devil is cunning. So he would like to present to us a version of God that's not biblical. This is why he uses individuals who claim to know the truth but actually are espousing heresy. It's important that we have a healthy view of God because in this unhealthy teaching, people's lives are crippled. People are hurt when uh, they're being taught falsehoods about who God is. There's a group uh, that actually teaches that God doesn't know everything. Remember, we talked about God's uh, 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 omniscience and God's ability to know everything in his nowness. Well, there's a group uh, who teaches that God doesn't know everything, that he um, only knows something once an act has been committed. So what they're saying is God doesn't have knowledge of what we're going to do before we do it and which is not true. They use scriptures also. They, they uh, pervert the scripture. They twist the scripture. So again, if God doesn't know what we're going to do before we do it, then he's not fully knowledgeable. He is limited. He's a limited God. And once you start thinking God is limited, then that affects your behavior. So this is why it's so important that we have a healthy view of who God is. So on today's episode, we want to deal with uh, an important aspect of God's attribute that we all should be aware of. And just as a review, uh, if you missed any of these previous episodes on God's attributes, I challenge you to go back to our website, SRMinistries.org, under Radio Show, and you can... Listen to all the previous episodes. We talked about God's goodness. We talked about God's justness. We talked about God's mercy. We talked about God's immutability. We talked about God's holiness, his eternality, his, his sovereignty, his love, his self-existentness, which we call aseity. We talked about God's uh, omniscience. We talked about God's omnipresence. In today's episode, we're going to conclude with God's omnipotence. God is omnipotent. God is all-powerful. He's not limited in his power. Uh, God has no potentiality. God is fully, fully actual. No potentiality. So uh, when we say God is omnipotent, what we are saying is that God is all-powerful, omni. That word omni means all. Um, omni plus potent means powerful, all powerful. Potency means power uh, in, in the uh, definitive sense. So God's power is unlimited. He is all powerful. Uh, the same power which raised up Jesus is the same power that's afforded to us. That dunamis power. God is all Powerful. If God can create this whole world from ex nihilo, meaning out of nothing, then definitely He can help us with our limited issues. If God can create this whole universe uh, out of nothing, then certainly He can help us with our struggles. If God can um, part the Red Sea, as an example, if God can part the Jordan River, then definitely absolutely, confidently, we can uh, rely on him to help us with our little problems. So, there's nothing uh, that's outside of God's ability. God is all powerful. The same power that raised up Jesus Christ is accessible to us uh, as Christians. So, Just keep that in mind. Many of you may be struggling with the pandemic. Many of you may be struggling with uh, divorce. Many of you are struggling with marriage. uh, Many of you are struggling with singlehood. Many of you may be struggling with parenting. And some of you are probably struggling with addictions. Some of you uh, are struggling with low self-esteem, and some of you are struggling with arrogance. But whatever you're struggling with, just know that we have access to all power. And that power, if we rely on God, if we tap into that power by the aid of the Holy Spirit, God can help us. God can help us. He's all powerful. I, I, I have friends who've had addictions for years, and because they relied on God, God was able to supernaturally break them from the fetters of this uh, addiction. God is all powerful. There were people who were uh, uh, just fixated on doing wrong. They wanted to live for themselves. They destroyed the lives of other people. Then God saved them. Then they became more faithful. They became more dependable. They became more loving. All because of the power of God, his unlimitedness in terms of his power. That's who God is. He is all powerful. He's not just a little bit powerful. He's not just somewhat powerful. God is all power. The uh, 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 mantra, I can do all things through Christ who serves as my strength. This is what Paul was getting at. Because of God's potency, because of God's power, there's nothing that we as Christians can't do on his behalf. Whatever good there is in this life, we can do it because of God's power. Whatever uh, standard we have to step up to as Christians, we can do it because of God's power. And this is why uh, this whole thing about Someone not uh, uh, being unsaved uh, is, is, is a glaring heresy. God, in the aspects of, of salvation, God is the one that's keeping us. We, through faith, accept him. And once we accept him, it is God that's keeping us, not we ourselves. It is God that's keeping us. So Jesus himself gave us an analogy that in order for the evil one to get to us, he will have to pluck us out of his hands. And that's not possible. It is not possible. So we have this eternal assurance that uh, once we accept Christ, as Lord and Savior, truly accept Christ as Lord and Savior, we are eternally secured. Now, do we have individuals that claim to have made Christ their Lord but have deluded themselves? Yes, that is possible. But we know through the scriptures, we know confidently that we serve an all-powerful God. And if an all-powerful God is keeping us, how can anything come in? take us away from his security. He is all powerful. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. So let's look at some scriptures that reinforces this doctrine of God's omnipotence. We look at Psalms 115 and 3 and the psalmist says, our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. So whatever God wants to do, it's his prerogative. God can do it how he wants to do it. But we, one thing we do know that God does not operate uh, outside of his nature. God will not do anything that's inconsistent with his nature. Sometimes people uh, falsely uh, make statements about God that's not in his nature. And um, they believe that God is going to do something. That's inconsistent with what the Bible says about him. That's not going to happen. God does whatever he wants to based on his nature, based on who he is, not based on fabrications. So Psalm 115 and three, our God is in heaven location. He does whatever pleases him. That's his uh, ability. He's all powerful. He does whatever he wants to do. Uh, One thing that I think about uh, in accordance to the scripture is if God does whatever pleases him, just think about us. There are people that might have given up on us. There are people that might have thrown in the towel because of who we were, but God had not given up on us and he offered us salvation. Uh, those of us who didn't even deserve it, he offered it to us, and then he, he saved us, and then he became our Lord. Where other people had given up on us, God did what he wanted to do, which is he wants to save whosoever will. Whosoever will, let them come. Doesn't matter your race, doesn't matter your gender, doesn't matter your creed, it doesn't matter who you are. If you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, he promises to save you. How does he do it? He's able to do it because he's all powerful. Psalms 135 and 6. The Lord does whatever pleases him in the heavens and on earth, in the seas, and all their depths. So this passage in Psalms 135 and 6 uh, shows us clearly that God reigns throughout. God's uh, power, his omnipotence, sustains and Uh, It it is found everywhere. God is not limited. He is all powerful in all the cosmos. He's all powerful in uh, 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 even underneath the oceans. God is all powerful globally. God is all powerful in his omnipresence. He is powerful wherever you are. So God uh, does whatever pleases him in the heavens and on the earth. In the seas and all their depths, God's power uh, can get to us. Isaiah 43 and 13. It says, yes, and from ancient days, I am he. No one can deliver out of my hand. When I act, who can reverse it? I love that. When God acts, when God performs an act, when God uh, issues a decree, no one can appeal it. There's no court of arbitration to go to. There's no other judge to appeal it to. When God makes a decree, no one can rescind it. No one can reverse it. And that's what the the prophet is saying. Uh, He quotes God as saying, yes, and from ancient days, I am he. No one can deliver out of my hand. When I act, who can reverse it? I love that assurance. When God gives you an assurance, you can depend on it. And then there's Jeremiah 32 and 17. It says, Ah, sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Ah, sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Nothing is too hard for God nothing those things that you're praying for they're not too hard for God it is it, is uh, uh it's minute in terms of its weight uh it, it's nothing for God if it's in God's will and God will it for your life he will provide it but conversely if it's not God's will and he doesn't want you to have it it is not going to happen now keep in mind when we talk about blessings the devil knows how to bless also. And we're using this in the uh, uh hyperbolic terms. But the devil knows how to uh get us to things that we wanted, but God uh, didn't want for us. And oftentimes because we're so stiff necked, because uh we're so uh, uh rebellious, because uh we we, we we're so uh arrogant that we pursue things that God has have told us to stay away from. And because we have a will, God allows us to exercise our will in order to teach us a lesson. So uh, experience is a great teacher, and God at times allows us to exercise our will just so we can see that he was right all along. So that's just uh, uh, a, a message to warn us that even though God is all-powerful, He will never override our will. Jeremiah 49 and 19. It says like a lion coming up from Jordan's thickets to a rich pasture land. I would chase Edom from his land in an instant. Who is the chosen one I will appoint for, for this? Who is like me and who can challenge me? And what shepherds can stand against me? Jeremiah 49 and 19. I'll read it again. Like a lion coming up from Jordan's thickets to a rich pasture land, I will chase Edom from his land in an instant. Who is the chosen one? I will appoint for this. Who is like me and who can challenge me and what shepherds can stand against me? And the answer is no one. It's a rhetorical question. No one can stand against God and win. No one can uh, stand up against God and be victorious. Uh, When we're on God's side and when God is on our side, uh, we will always be victorious. We will always win. Uh, We will always uh, persevere. God will make sure that even though it may look like we're losing, God will make sure that we triumph against the enemy if we depend on him. Why? Because he's God. How? Because he has all power. God has all power. And, and the miracles in the scriptures, uh, are evidence that even when something doesn't exist, God has the power to make it exist. That is someone, uh, or indication of someone that is all powerful. Uh, when there's, uh, no bread, God makes man f- fall from heaven. When there's no water, God gets it out of a rock. Uh, God does whatever he wants to do. When there's no dry land, God made sure that the Israelites were ushered on dry land through the Red Sea. Then again, through Joshua, he makes sure that uh, the Israelites are ushered through dry land. God does what he wants to do in accordance to his nature. He's all-powerful. Can God heal physically? Yes, God can heal physically if that's part of his plan. Sometimes God allows us to have a thorn in our flesh, and even though we may have this physical ailment, even though we may have these physical challenges, just remember his grace is sufficient. Even though we're going through pain, God uh, is giving us a peace of mind. Even though we're going through um, obstacles, God is giving us a peace of mind. And even though he may not heal everybody physically, he can, but even though he may not heal us all physically, God promises to heal us all spiritually. He promises to give us peace that surpasses all understanding. So even though we go through physical challenges, remember God can be met on that level. There is a closeness that can happen while we go through the pains of life, while we go through the struggles of life, uh, in knowing God more intimately, in knowing that God is with us as we go through the storms. And if we didn't have any challenges, how would we know him? as Jehovah Jireh, the one that provide, how would we know him as Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace? How would, how would we know him as uh, Jehovah Nisi, uh, the, the God who's our banner? How would we know him on that level? If we never go through challenges and despite the reality of challenges, God is still with us and his power has not been diminished. Luke Chapter 18, verse 27, Jesus replied, what is impossible with man is possible with God. I couldn't say it any better. Luke 18, verse 27, Jesus replied, what is impossible with man is possible with God because God is all powerful. Again, we're talking about God's omnipotence. He is all powerful, not limited but unlimited. Uh, God is not restricted. God is unrestricted in his power. The same God who spoke everything into existence, surely he can help me with my finite issues. Second Corinthians 6 and 18. And I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord God Almighty. That's what that term uh, is in reference to God's uh, being almighty, meaning that God has all might. God is all powerful. God is uh, all potent. God, uh, His power is unlimited. So, again, whatever it is that you're dealing with in this life, whatever it is, where there's classism, where you find yourself on a level in, of, of, of social, economics. Uh, platform, then you're trying to get to the next level, but you're being met with obstacles. Just remember, God sees you and God knows who you are and God can give you more joy than the richest person in the world just because people are affluent, just because people have resources, just because people have millions of dollars in their bank account, doesn't necessarily mean that they're happy. Doesn't necessarily mean that they uh, that they possess joy. Doesn't necessarily mean that they have the peace uh, that you have uh, with little money. And th- th- this is the blessing, it is knowing the God who is all-powerful, and God is the one that's keeping us. God is the one that's sustaining us. Ephesians 1 and 19, and his incomparably great power for us who believe, that power is the same as the mighty strength. So again, uh, we can rest and be assured in God's potency. God is all-powerful, he loves us, and he wants the best for us. So I hope these episodes have uh, helped you in terms of how we view God and how this worldview can help us make it through this life. So thank you all again for your prayers. Uh, We thank you for those who give towards this uh, radio show and podcast. Uh, We thank you for your faithfulness. If you would like to be a partner, a financial partner, please go up to our website, srministries.org, or you can make your de- donation out to Sound Reasoning Ministries, P.O. Box 582306, El Grove, California, 95757. And we are immensely appreciative for all the prayers, as I said before. Now remember to continue to do for the truth what so many people are doing for lies. May God bless you and your family.